Welcome to the Association of Applied and Therapeutic Humor podcast, LaughBox. We have multiple hosts and multiple guests and multiple ways to think out of the box using humor. Join us for episode 85 with Jim Bob Williams, Katie B, and special guest, Serhi Velichansky. Serhi joins us from the Applied Improvisation Network, or AIN. Welcome, everybody, to the Laugh Box Podcast. Today, we have a very special episode. Uh, I'm Jim Bob Williams. I'm Katie B. And our guest today is coming to you live from the Ukraine, Sergei Vilisevsky. Did I uh, butcher that too badly, Sergei? You did great. Thank you very much, everybody. Hello, and thank you for having me. I have to admit full disclosure here. Uh, we represent the Association for Applied and Therapeutic Humor. Ours is an organization that tries to use humor to help with problems. Our members include nurses, doctors, counselors, professional coaches, uh, improvisers, clowns, uh, laughter yoga specialists, quite a few of them. Right? So any way that you can apply humor to a problem, someone in our organization has probably done it. But I don't know if anyone's ever applied humor to the issue of war. And uh, also for full disclosure, I am a student of Serhi's. Uh, I am too. Uh... <laughs> I just became one. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay, we're learning the improv improversity method, which is especially useful for teaching English as a second language. Actually, it would be useful for any language. Serhi, please tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, hi everybody. I'm Serhi Velichansky from Ukraine. And uh, I got involved with improv Back in 2009, in fact, I was the first one here in, in the country who introduced uh, short-form improv comedy. There's been a lot of improvisational different things like in music and even in theater. But as far as improv comedy, I was first. And now there are many different guys, girls doing it. I'm happy about it. But uh, currently, unfortunately, I'm uh, applying improv in my current situation since, uh, as you can see, I'm uh, in the full service of fighting for our freedom. Whether you believe it or not, there is room for improv and there is room for comedy or some humor there to stay sane, you know, to keep your sanity and to be able to help others. Basically, in my life, I was an entertainer. I was a host of some big events like Euro Football Championship 2012. I was a, an English language journalist for a few years. And then uh, I created my own adoption of improv comedy, which I apply to learning, helping people break the barriers as they study a foreign language. I was able to develop some sort of a system there. And when there was a COVID thing, in 2020 and that's when we thought nothing can be worse than that we were wrong but uh, it was a good time in a sense for me to rethink how to multiply the the improversity learning english through improv which i did in several groups but then i wanted to upscale it somehow expand it and i couldn't find the way and uh, i took a trip to the united states I, it was a road trip in fact in about 20 plus years I visited about 40 uh, states wow. in the United States. Very nice. And I love different cultures, different vibes. It's just so, and I was able to see the United States not as a tourist. Mm -hmm. So that was a good time for me to reshape my thinking. And out of that, I got one insight. 
how to put it together, digitalize it, and uh, let other teachers in the whole world get the experience, upscale their uh, skill, their knowledge, because most of them may have heard about improv, but either haven't take, taken the course or haven't really been introduced to it. So this course is directed to the instructors, to the teachers of ESL or any other language which they teach to foreign students. So this course can help them uh, add more info and use a lot of uh, new stuff where I introduce improv as it is with the rules, with principles, with games, and the ways to apply to the classroom. Anyway, I'm smart, I guess. Uh, I do look different things, you know, and I improvise myself. <laughs> I love improvising. I, in fact, I was the, one of the first things I did here in Ukraine, the solo improv too, solo improv, uh, where I played different parts and different uh, characters uh, in one scene. My record was, I think, up to like eight uh, characters in one scene. Wow. That was, that was, that was insane, yes. But as I look back, I loved it, and I want to do it uh, again. In fact, I did one improv uh, in the uh, in the deployment with my unit. We were able to get together, and uh, I did uh, a good improv. It's it's difficult to comprehend, or even to compare the pictures at the beginning of the event and the pictures at the end of the event. Their smiles, their emotions uh so that's very you know i believe that improv develops uh emotional intelligence i believe that improv develops new neural connections in obtaining new skills and it uh, really plus with many other things like creativity communication and all those things so that's about me we could i there you know we don't have two hours for me to tell you about me so Harati? <laughs> Harati. Harati? To play. Yes. To play. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. That was Ukrainian. So I want us to play a little yes and with where you are right now. So how do you yes and with your brothers in the situation that you're in? Well, <laughs> that's a great question. I never thought of that because... It's so deep in my mentality, I ascend it whether I agree it or not. And in my, uh, in my mentality, the way the adoption of yes and is, there is a great phrase. I don't remember exactly who said it, but uh, don't fight every battle mm. uh, because you may lose the war yeah. and vice versa. You know, you may lose a little battle, but you can still win the war. So in, in many cases, I, my attitude is yes and because too many things that I may not even agree, but I still accept it because yeah. if something happens, it happens. Yeah. I may not like it, but in a second, I'm thinking this is just a little thing which I may we may not agree on, but I don't care as long as we win the war, which is yeah. keep the brotherhood, keep the relationship, and don't dispute the little things. Slava Ukraini. Ukraini. Uh, Slava Ukraini. And the response, the resp yeah, Slava Ukraini, and the response is Heroim Slava. Heroim Slava. Mm -hmm. Heroim Slava. Glory to the heroes. I, I came to improv from a different route. I was uh, 
engineer in water and wastewater for 35 years. Uh, when I retired, I finally started doing work in theater, took an improv class and said, boy, this is really familiar. And then it suddenly hit me. What I had been doing in consulting was improv. I just didn't know there was a structure to it. I just didn't know there was a vocabulary. Like for example, the concept of yes and. Uh, thank you for mentioning that, you know, acceptance is not the same as agreement. And I would find if, you know, if you walk into a, any problem, you have to accept that the problem really exists. He spends a lot of time with people who deny that there's a problem in their wastewater treatment plan, in my case. And of course, all, all, all my examples pale in comparison to uh, everything you and your uh, brothers are going through right now. Let's accept that there is a problem. And then we started working on also the concept of making your partner look good. If you allow people to shine in the things they do well, that's great. Everything I learned in improv, I found overlapped with something that I did at work, uh, overlapped with, with my faith, and overlapped with every relationship I had. And I have a friend, one more, who's, he was in Special Forces for the United States, and I asked him if there was any training in improv uh, for the, so he says, he said, not really. Basically, what we do is improv. Do you know that this phrase, I got your six, or oh. I watch your back, Yeah, it is improv. Here's the thing. When your brother is doing something, you may not agree, but he, if he's already doing it, you have to accept it, and yeah. you have to play alone. You have to watch his back. Yeah. And in the battlefield, you know, you, there is no time to agree upon things. There is some tactics, yes. There is some training, yes. Mm -hmm. But there is a lot of improvisation. And br the brotherhood, the, the lineup, the tactics, it's all about protecting your brother, uh, watching your, uh, you know, the back of your brother and trusting that somebody is watching your back. So this is yes and. Improv has so many levels and so many benefits. One, uh, I think, uh, probably a unknown father of improv is uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower, who was uh, leader of the Allied forces in World War II, later president of the United States. And one of his maxims was that plans are useless, but planning is essential. And another one was that all plans fall apart upon contact with the enemy. You can prepare for an engagement, but once it starts, you have to adapt what really is. Uh, so I never thought I would think of Eisenhower as an improviser, but I think he recognized something. So, of course, we have, you know, you know in terms of using improv in Ukraine right now. And have you found any use when you come upon people who've had, who've had tragedy? Are you able to use improv to help them? Just uh, three days ago, I bragged on my Facebook page about uh, becoming a certified instructor of the first psychological aid. Basically, this is uh, something very new to our military. I went through the course. This is where it opens me up now and opens up the opportunity for me to uh, use improv in uh, helping, uh, helping uh, the tra traumatized soldiers uh, to deal with the trauma, deal with the consequences. And uh, so... Uh, but my first uh, experience with this, 
And it was actually, you know, this war really started in 2014, mm -hmm. with when, when Russia annexed Crimea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but in 15 and 16, uh, I was uh, the one to offer free classes to the veterans that started coming back from the front lines. And uh, I used my English, uh, my English course, mm -hmm. the one that I have online right now for the teachers, I used that myself for the uh, for the soldiers that wanted to break the barrier, the new uh, basic English. Mm -hmm. And so basically using the, uh, the English class as the sign, yeah. I introduced them to improv. I introduced them to the principles of improv. I introduced them to issue solving principles of yeah. improv, improv, accepting playing alone, uh, finding creativity, even in the place where, where you don't agree, but you still have to make put your brains to work and uh, find a way, you know, when there is, a, you think there is no door, uh, you improvise and you learn that there are several doors yeah. and your eyes open up. So that was my first experience with the uh, combat veterans that came back so now with this certificate uh my big plan and my big dream which i was able to actually thank you for letting me share my video at the conference uh i'm hoping to develop a movement of improv for resilience uh to help to to to, to unite the professionals those that know a lot those that have 20 30 years behind their you know belt and they, they can help with the systems and with the ideas to train others here in Ukraine and uh, to once actually it can even start be you know start little by little now but because mm -hmm. I'm uh, involved in the in the in the war I don't have that much time uh, but once it's it, it, it's over I want to you know develop a network uh, help all the existing uh, improv theaters, improv clubs, those that are out there, teach them the principles of applied improv, help them, hopefully, you know, help them uh, re restart their practices and uh, hopefully financially as well so they can start uh, free classes for the, uh, for the vet veterans, for the uh, displaced people, for the children, and of course, by start their own classes for others to to gain their independency and self-sufficiency so mm -hmm. i i kind of i know it's a huge plan i know it looks too big the only thing you control is your first step mm -hmm. yeah. the second the third the other <laughs> steps they will still be changed or influenced by other circumstances mm -hmm. so i know that it is the it was the right thing for me to make sure i get the presentation at the conference yeah. and I didn't want to take chances that's why I recorded the video so uh, you know I'm not dependent on the you know online connection or all that stuff and I, I was right because it was at that time when I was injured in the in the uh, battle and got into a hospital and so I went on um, you know under underwent uh, through some treatments and stuff so I wasn't really even in the mood of trying to think of speaking but once i got the inspiration i was able to record the video 
and let it go and send it. And so I think, you know, in improv, uh, something done on time is much better than something you could have or wanted to do, but never did. That's right. That's so right. I'm so excited that you've been certified with first psych aid. I'm so excited for that because I think you're in such a good position to really help people in a different way than traditional. And I understand that counseling, the idea of therapy is new to Ukraine, like within the last four years in general. And so to be able to bring this from a whole new perspective, you're starting this, how Ukraine is gonna deal with trauma and therapy from scratch, which is brilliant. What advice would you have for refugees and those hosting refugees right now? Well, first of all, thank you to all who, uh, you know, offered their houses and offered their help uh, in different countries for our refugees. Our people didn't deserve this war. They lost a lot. So I'm very thankful. I'm watching a lot how people, you know, offer and do things. Uh, plus a lot of people are helping with the humanitarian need and stuff. So this all said, basically underline my gratitude. My advice, we need to take this, understand that this is not a short track. This is not a, you know, 100 meters track. Yeah. This is a marathon. Unfortunately, it's not going to be over that soon. So we need to breathe. We need to learn to find ourselves within these circumstances that are out here already. Uh, wherever the circumstances are, the faster we accept these circumstances, the faster we find the solutions, the faster we find creativity, the faster we find ways to get out, get into a better situation and help others and stuff. So sometimes people are short-sighted. They, they look at it, okay, well, it's just for a short while and, uh, and then, you know, we'll be done. No. So my advice, start looking at it at a marathon. This is where we are. We hope it's, it's going to be over short, uh, sooner, but let's be ready for a long shot. Uh, this way we will be more effective uh, and more careful with our own emotions. It's draining all the emotions, all the news, thousands of pieces, different new, of news every day and sometimes they're so polarized, yeah. you know, from good, good, good to bad, 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 all that. So it's difficult. It's difficult. Our brains, you know, if you we study it a little bit, are, tend to turn off. And then we just, we want to ignore, you know, ignore the reality. But that would be the wrong steps into wrong direction, uh, which may not lead to where we want to be. So it's another yes and situation. Exactly, exactly. Yes and is just su such universal principle. And the interesting thing is with improv, if you've never played the improv, then you know it only by theory. You kind of listen to it. Okay, well, yes and, okay, yes. But then you rationalize, you, you think before saying yes. But improv, when you just learn to play, when you play, yeah. 
you learn that it's not a rationalizing idea. It's the idea of a state of mind right now, right here, the subconscious exception of the circumstances. And then you can develop it. Then you can go on. I love it. That's what that would help me from the first day of this uh, full scale invasion to stay stay in, you know, in my mind and uh, start doing uh, what I could. You know, one of the things, you know, there are so many things we can't do. Why do we concentrate on them? Let's concentrate on the things we can. Just like an improv, you know, I I wanted to have this idea. I wanted to make a joke about this, but I I lost this time. But when I was thinking about this, I lost the moment Mm. to play alone, you know. Improv is so therapeutic. If I make a mistake in the operating room, that's really bad for somebody. Being able to go to an improv class and be able to uh, decompress and just have some fun just made a world of difference. So if you're playing improv with God, this is something you brought up during your talk on the Applied Improv Conference. I thought it was wonderful. Um, Can you give us an example of playing improv with God? Six o'clock, February 24, I woke up because of a huge explosion, which I saw from my window. They attacked our nearby military airport, airfield. I don't have to agree with it. I don't like it. I hate it. But that's the circumstance which I have to play with. And now, as I've been in the in the war for almost six months now, five and a half, I'm already thinking that that's why I got the certification that I'm thinking of while it goes, why not make a career in the army with the skills I have with the certifications I have and with the respect that I have in my unit. And my commander said, hey, I want you to become our psychologist. Mm -hmm. I said, but I don't have the officer's, uh, you know, rank. He said, we'll think something. Mm -hmm. You have the degrees, you have the diplomas, you have the education. Now you got the certification, let's, we'll do something. But five months ago, it seemed completely unrealistic to me. I never thought of seeing myself in the army. And, uh, but now with the battle experience, with the combat experience, and with all the the education, all the improv experience, it all comes as a logical storyline, plot of the story. So I was introduced, first move from God, and I had to play with it. And uh, I might have said, no, I don't like it. I'll find a safe haven somewhere, hide it and just uh, do whatever. But uh, no, I decided to yes end it and uh, go on with the with the storyline. And now this is where we are. Uh, this is uh, how it develops. It's interesting how it's going to develop more and uh, hard to add anything else you know yeah. but this i would say this is the the example of uh, god as your partner in the game in crime you know <laughs> and uh, you know he makes his moves i make my moves and now i'm thinking of a army 
career. What? Me? What do you want us to know about your situation there? We fight on our own soil. We did not choose it. We never kindled the idea of waging a war. Mm. The war was unannounced. This war is unfair, unprovoked. We fight, we lose good people. Unfortunately, we lose best people. The Russians lose just whoever comes, signs the contract, you know, for the money or whatever. We lose the best people because the best people respond to defend. It keeps on going. Uh, we, as we already talked, it's not going to be a short shot. Uh, it's it's going to be a, a long shot, but we will do whatever it takes to defend. We face the challenges. We cannot shell the cities just like the, the Russians do because the civilians are there. We take extra precautions to uh, plan, strategize the way that the civilians are not harmed. This is the moral of our army. Of course, war is war. It's difficult to predict everything and to plan everything. I just want you to let you know that we will be fighting. And the, the, the thing is, if in the, in the case when they, it's never gonna happen, but just imagine that in the case, if they do defeat us, the Baltic countries, the European countries, Many other uh, countries in other world will be threatened under the threat of the next step of this war. Because if they captivate us, if they, if they uh, take our land, take our people, take our infrastructure, the treasures and everything, they will uh, reimburse themselves with the trophies and they will be stronger. We're not going to allow this. So I want you and I want the people you to understand we are out here not only for our own land. Don't be carried away or mistaken or or fooled by the media that sometimes, you know, either doesn't spend enough time to uh, give you the whole picture or tries to manipulate with you or... Uh, you know, bring you the message that Europe is tired or the world is tired or the America is tired. I hope not. I hope you will not be tired and uh, you will stick with us so we can win. Yes, we know we have plenty of people, yes. But the, the weapons, the technology, this is what we definitely need and we need more of that. Because when I was... Uh, all the time when I was in the front line, the Russians keep shelling for you know up to a hundred times a day. They shell wherever they can hit, wherever they can reach. They keep on sending their bombs and rockets, and we hope that they will run out of them. But it doesn't look like it. The only way now with the HIMARS shelling the the, the bomb depots, yes. shelling the storages, 
now we've we've done it in the several in the past several weeks this is the you know uh yesterday was the day of orgasm you know this is the international day i don't know who made it but uh, the international day of orgasm oh, so i missed that what okay yeah the international day of orgasm and uh this is with the HIMARS and with some other equipment that we are getting now, long range. Our Ukrainian, not only women, the, the man, we've been all having orgasms a lot. It's yes. got to balance out the difficulty for sure. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry, I just thought of a Russian soldier and you know, with a partner and saying, did the earth move for you? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to briefly say something. I've been taking up a lot of the time. I want to give Jim Bob a chance to ask questions. I just want to say um, I've been leading some joyful, live, laugh, love, emotional support sessions for refugees and their hosts and anyone that wants to come from anywhere. We've had some African refugees and we're struggling to get the word out. And so what if I can ask you to help us get the word out but also if you would like to come to a session the next one is august 27th if you're free you could lead a lot of it if you wanted yes and <laughs> what well, else can i say these sessions are joyful they're improv they're meditation they're breathing they're laughter yoga they're 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 everything to bond everyone together on Zoom and then offer what they may need emotionally after the fact. I'd love to collaborate with you. I would love to just join and watch and even sometimes take, take notes. Sure. One of the things that I would love to have is a huge list of different things that the applied improv people know and do so we can we can develop and teach you see the language barrier is a big issue yes but teaching teaching the people teaching the other people teaching the you know practicing uh, you know psychotherapists teaching uh, all kinds of uh, i mean uh, a lot of people are out there here in ukraine that are great professionals they could definitely learn a, a bunch of good things from the applied improv people and they could start using it in their own sessions. So the, I would love to join even just to participate and to learn some new breathing techniques. Sure. Uh, definitely. This is something which, you know, in the in the uh, combat situation, when somebody has sustained a, a trauma, uh, you know, breathing sometimes is the only thing that helps them to grab grab the reality that's right know, climb that's back climb back from wherever they are covid was one of the examples of improv with god yeah again of course you know doesn't matter what we believe and whatever but as a concept improv with the new circumstances which you cannot just overcome you cannot just ignore right. they just take you to your attention your income everything yep so this is improv with god that's and right. the faster you accept it the faster you move on that's right and your your five points were yes and play improv with god 
It's not about the circumstances, it's how we react. Creativity, once you accept the offer, finding a way. And faithful in small things, trusting in big things. Those were your five points. Yes, faithful in small things, you will be entrusted with big things. Oh, entrusted. So okay. Yes, you will be given big things. Yeah. Good old Bible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I loved your point. I loved that. I loved your speech for the improv conference. Appreciate that. Thank you. Okay, I just want to say, if there's something we can do for you, yes. Yeah, if you need us to reach out to somebody here, I'd like to help you with this network of providers, people looking to use applied improv, and of course, since we're AATH, uh, uh, other forms of therapeutic humor. Uh, just let us know. Let us know what the. De definitely thank you very much i appreciate that in fact i i was hoping <laughs> you'll say that um, it's it's like this you know we 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 play with what we have but sometimes we underestimate it. Yeah. uh but there are many more things so uh right now i i basically want to uh, say two things you know one thing is help us uh, build a network around Ukraine to to find there, and of course we don't see the structure yet. We don't see how it's going to go and yeah. what kind of how it's going to look. Mm -hmm. But just like in the beginning of any improv, uh, you know, uh, scene, yeah. we don't know how it's going to end up. Yeah, but we will build on. So one of the things I see is having. A, a lot of good resources somewhere stored in one place maybe that we can work through it and see how most of it because of the language will be used to train the local the ukrainian experts so maybe holding some sessions sessions like this maybe uh th those kinds of sessions online could already start going like yeah, once a week from yes. many different you know i could keep announcing we could set up some uh uh yeah. some uh whatever a page on facebook and linkedin or whatever so technology a little bit of preparation but little th little things like this to help all the people yeah. that can uh, uh use uh, can understand english uh but then we can probably use uh, a translator or we could do it and then have somebody translate and voice over it. Yeah. So any anything like this, we could get, I, I have a lot of friends, some with the studio, I don't know, but there are many, many ideas will come later, but we could start with that. And another thing is, uh, you know, I definitely appreciate you guys signing up to my course, but this is like the only thing that is out there that keeps going little by little but i was planning to do a lot of webinars and a lot of presentation to spread the word out in march but february 24 yes. really really spoiled the plans confused all the cards and uh, was difficult uh, to do anything so but i know that i have done like a year of work to putting it all together I want to get the word out. I want to see how this could uh, really help. And not only the ESL, the English, but anybody who is teaching a, a language to a foreign student. 
could benefit from it. Though it's done in English, but uh, they could definitely get a lot of benefit from it. Somehow, I don't know if there is a way to, uh, you know, collaborate and kind of do, uh, you know, yeah. uh, like I, I'm, I'm planning with the digital team right now while I'm on uh, recovering here with my knee uh, that at the end of August, I will do a webinar on that. So we could start with that kind of maybe yeah, you, sure. you guys can, you know, be uh, part of it or endorse it or, you know, maybe, uh, you know, like uh, Jim Bob, you, you know, you, you've, you've been there, you've seen it. Maybe you can, uh, you know, uh, give me, a, you know, well, a statement of endorsement, which I can put on the on the landing on the site and yeah. uh, some other people, anything that could get the word out with not in the conventional ways because it's difficult with the conventional ways because of war but any other creative ideas could definitely help me a lot well we're going to help you yes the idea with the with the business side of my web uh, of my course is to help people become self-sufficient they have what it takes to create income i'm just trying to teach them like especially for instance teachers teachers in school in schools they usually don't get much but their evenings and their weekends they could start offering uh corporate uh groups which could be much more uh beneficial yeah yes because the money is out there in the in the corporate world yeah but uh, sometimes they think that they're not ready, they need a special curriculum or anything, but with this, they don't have to have a curriculum. It's just a set of games. Yeah. If you know how to use it, if you know how to direct it, how to facilitate it, and how to debrief, that's it. That's you are it, just a, 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 a coach. Yeah. You just let them practice it, let them have fun, and uh, let them uh, build their own neural connections, and you're yeah. just having fun with them. Yes. What, 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 what can be better than this? The object of the games is to get comfortable making, uh, making sentences or whatnot. And you let them make the mistakes in pronunciation or, or grammar. You have fun with the mistakes, and then they learn from that. Because the main idea is, first of all, my target audience is the people that understand English. Right, okay. No translation needed. But they can't verbalize their thoughts. Now... The best way, the only way, is through mistakes. Right. They need to overcome this fright of making mistakes. Then, and the logic is this. If they understand English but can't speak well, it means that they know much more than what they think they know. Yeah. So I need to help them have the confidence. And if they forget the word or they make a mistake... Uh, I, I, I'm very thoroughly and often I repeat the idea that I'm not a teacher. We do not correct them. We help them. But uh, the only thing is if the people are making systematic mistakes, then I can direct them to, okay, you need to take a look at the, like, you know, the, the tenses. Mm-hmm. Go back to the rules. Check it. It's all in the, in, in the internet. I don't try to teach. I, I try it. to play as many games as possible during this. But in between the games, I in, you know input the thoughts of positive thinking, of all the confidence 
you know, that they need to have. And when they start having the jokes themselves, having the stories themselves, and uh, when they forget the word, but and they don't don't get stuck in it, but they find the second or third or fourth fourth yeah. way to explain themselves, then they are the victorious. You know, they are the yeah. you know the overcomers, and they start feeling understanding. Hey, yeah, I can do it. You know, and then the the, the file with all the vocabulary that they have opens up. Yeah. Right. So it's basically, you know, I give them warm-ups and I give them games. Mm -hmm. There is nothing majorly new for the improv people. Yeah. But I just okay. explain in the attachment to the ESL, to the Got learning it. process. You know, so, so people can uh, learn how to play the games, how to instruct, and how to debrief. Yes. You know, and, and they don't need to, you know. And here's the thing, and another thing as far as business. You, like, as an English teacher or as an English speaker, if you relocate to another country, yep. well, you can find yourself a job by offering this. Right. The only yep. English language improv, you know, community, helping them learn English, overcome the barriers, and you will be the only one probably in the town. That's right. Ukrainian, a piece is mir. Yeah. yeah. I'm reading a written English way of pronouncing. So, Katy, let me express my gratitude to you because uh, you would be one of the few Americans that would try to find uh, the way to speak my language and you actually choose the Ukrainian language. Yeah. Many start <laughs> using Russian and they would think that they would uh, find a common language with me. <laughs> right. And I admit... I, I really appreciate that. I, well, I appreciate you very much. Improvisatia? Improvisatia. Improvisatia. Yeah. Improvisatia. Yeah. And yes, I'm going to mess this up, but I'm going to try. Give Vi nadikayete? Vi nadikayete. You inspire. Yes. Vi nadikhaete. Vi nadikhaete. I speak Spanish too, so that's going to come out of all this <laughs> in the middle of all this. Okay. And I would like to say jakuya. Jakuyu. Yes. Jakuyu. Yes. Yes. Thank you for finding the time to be with us today. For your generosity and all you're going through and and we will spread the word and try and help as much as we possibly can. And I would love to see you on the 27th in the session. I'll make sure that you get an invitation. Thank you. I appreciate you taking the time and dedicating this. Uh, to me, this is uh, very, very, very exciting. And uh, uh, this is one of the things uh, about, I think it was, two years ago when I joined, joined the network. And uh, I was trying to reach out. I started, you know, kind of being very active in, in the group, but then I wanted to make uh, myself uh, being noted and being uh, obvious that, hey, somebody's here. 
uh, and of course, I understand that you know there, you know there are people from different countries, and I'm like, wow, they're all good, they're all cool. <laughs> what makes me special, you know? And so uh, I was, uh, you know, I learned to learn from others, and to input and participate in the comment sections to help others as well. I feel honored for being invited. I appreciate that because you guys have developed a very awesome, very good network. I'm proud to be part of it. I brag about this uh, anywhere I go. Nobody knows about it here, but <laughs> <laughs> but I want to <laughs> but I want to represent it. I want to make make uh, as much as possible, and uh, through this uh, meeting the need here. This would be the best way to introduce the network of such professionals uh, here because our doctors, you can imagine their emotional strain yes. with all the wounds, with all the trauma that they yeah. face, helping so many different people. And they're still holding the smile. They're still trying to be, you know, uh, gentle and uh, but you can imagine how much they take back home to their families. So a lot of things like this. We're talking about tons of work yeah. with so many traumatized people here. One of the things we can find, like if you put down like the, the text, what, what could be, I could find some people that you could teach and they can then use your techniques and your, you know, a train, the used, trainer. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, sure. exactly. This yeah. is the fastest way. Nobody has created anything better than Jesus. Right. With the disciples. Yeah. Amen. Maybe some uh, expert with the doctors, some expert with other, some different styles and different techniques that yes. people Email. use from the applied improv uh, network. And then we can yeah. set up smaller groups specifically for those trainers and they can dedicate maybe a weekend a lot of our people are scattered all over the world mm -hmm. but they would love to see how they can help yeah. they have maybe sociology or psychology or teaching degrees right but they are so overwhelmed they don't know where to start yeah. so these kind of courses or training sessions could yeah. really help them to boost their own practice to help the, the needy. The concept of the Venn diagram, where we have two circles that overlap. Mm -hmm. Okay. We have a applied improvisation network, a lot of phenomenal uh, improv there. We have AATH, but we have people that are also trying to reach caregivers and patients. Different techniques, they're not hard to learn. Mm -hmm. So it might be interesting to try a laughter yoga session, say. Sure. For patients or not who may not, you know, that's, you know, they're being led in exercises. They're being tricked into breathing. <laughs> uh, or clowning. I'm also even thinking that there's a, there's a stand-up uh, for mental health where people learn how to do stand-up comedy. Mm -hmm. They learn the basics of it and they give a routine. And it's a similar aspect of improv in that you're allowing people to make mistakes in front of a friendly crowd mm -hmm. but all these techniques are they seem to help and sure. they help you know different groups may be helped more by different types of but i like the idea of let's have a menu of resources and say and maybe we can 
get it to the point where you say, okay, here's a particular uh, person dealing with a particular issue. What's the best form of, of uh, yeah, what's the best way to, to help them deal with it? Also, several speakers uh, we know are, they teach resilience and they have presented to first responders, you know, firefighters and the military. We have uh, Chip Lutz who ran this podcast before we did. Uh, he helps uh, uh, veterans. There's a lot of good that can be done. I have, what I'm looking at, I'm looking at this big box of tools over here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. People who need to build, <laughs> you know, build new lives, yeah. build new systems over here. And we have to make, yeah, we have to uh, facilitate that. We gotta build it's that like a big box of Legos, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they're all powerful, they're all good, but uh, yeah. yeah, creating something good out of it and uh, little from the more simplistic structures to something more valuable and more vital and more effective. Yeah. Again, Jakuya. Jakuyu. Jakuyu. Jakuyu, because you're a guy. Jakuyu. 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 Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Do pobachinya. Do pobachinya. Yes. Say goodbye. Yes. Yep. Well, it's see you later. Do pobachinya. I like that. Until we see each other again. Perfect. I like that. Yeah. That's the right sentiment. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Best wishes to you. Appreciate that. Thank you for joining us for episode 85 with Serhi Velichansky, Jim Bob Williams, and Katie B. This has been Laugh Box, brought to you by the Association of Applied and Therapeutic Humor. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, and we'll see you next time.